the epitome of awfulness really that part of my life and I just got to the lowest point where I was like you know I'm really depressed I'm really down I'm struggling so I started to sort of look around me and see what can I do to make my life better how can I make myself feel good how can I get rid of all these horrible feelings losing weight isn't easy and some days we can feel like we need some extra help welcome to the weight loss warrior podcast the show where we share inspiring real-life success stories from normal, everyday people like you and I. Listen to how each of our guests managed to overcome their personal challenges to lose the weight they wanted as they talk about the secrets to their success and give great advice that you can benefit from. Become part of our tribe and use the Weight Loss Warrior podcast as your source of motivation and support to help you on your weight loss transformation. And now, your host and friend, Carl Radley. Hi everyone, Carl here at the Weight Loss Warrior podcast. Thank you for joining us for a brand new episode. I'm here today with Evie from Swindon. Hi Evie, how are you? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Glad to hear it, glad to hear it and thank you for joining us on the show. I know you've got a fantastic story to tell and I'm really excited to get into that. So Evie, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? So I'm 28 years old. I live in Swindon. I've got two daughters, um, Nancy and Mabel, who are three and six nearly. Um, I started um, Slimming World in July 2020 and sort of lost all my weight within a year. And I've kept it off, luckily. Um, And I work as a support worker for sort of vulnerable young adults. And um, yeah, just got a busy, crazy, hectic life with my girls and being a single parent now as well, which is also a new thing to me. Um, so yeah. Having two young boys myself, I, I know that it's a, it's a never a dull moment. And I imagine with your work as well, that it's a very um, intense environment. I'm glad you enjoy it. That's good. And yeah, I can imagine, especially being a single parent, having two young girls is very demanding. And just, just from a, a, a logistics point of view you always have to be you know picking them up and dropping them off and, and doing things like that so completely understand completely understand so Evie it sounds as like you, you said you know you managed to lose the weight that you wanted to in a year and how much did you lose um just shy of five stone but I think it was probably just over that really because I was heavier at one point before I actually started uh okay. weighed sort of thing Okay, well, let me say congratulations because five stone is a is a huge amount of weight to lose, and um, thank you. I, I can imagine. Oh, you're welcome. I can imagine there's there's lots of benefits that you've noticed and feel since losing that weight. But before we get into that, why don't you tell us a little about your journey leading up to your your decision to lose weight? Uh, in terms of you know being overweight, how you were dealing with that, how you were feeling. Um, and, and like I said, leading up to that point where you thought, okay, I'm going to lose weight now. Yeah, I think I'd probably always struggled with my weight really since a teen. I think when I was about 14 or 15 years old, I was nine stone. Um, so I was tiny really considering I'm five, 10, just over. So, um, I was really small and I lost a huge amount of weight very quickly to get to that look. And it didn't last long. I'm not sure what went on there, but, um, I slowly, slowly, slowly just put the weight on over the years and then obviously got to about probably about 17 and a half stone probably by the time I was, I don't know, 24, 25. Um, I did lose a stone or two at one point previous to this um, when I got married. Um, but that obviously went straight back on after as well. So I think by the time I was 
yeah, 24, 25. Yeah, I was about 17 and a half stone and I'd tried things. I'd lose things here and there, but got to a really bad point in 2020, obviously COVID. Um, also, my second daughter was born two weeks before the first lockdown, which was horrendous. My husband at the time, um, he was a key worker. He was out of the house, you know, 45 hours a week. I was stuck at home with a newborn, uh, with a two or th- Nancy was two or three at the time. Um, obviously baby blues, you look like rubbish, you're struggling to be a mum, COVID, can't see anyone. It was just like the epitome of awfulness, really, that part of my life. And I just got to the lowest point where I was like, oh God, you know, I'm really depressed, I'm really down, I'm struggling. So I started to sort of look around me and see what can I do to make my life better? How can I make myself feel good? How can I get rid of all these horrible feelings? Um... I thought, sod it, I know that I like to look good and I know what's inside me if I can try. Um, and yeah, from July 2020, I lost weight every single week for a whole year um, and just stuck at it and kept my head down. And unfortunately, at the time, sort of my marriage was sort of not in a great place. Um, that was sort of falling apart. Um, so we ended about July 2021 actually um so I managed to lose all that weight even though all that was going on you know I still focused on myself tried to better myself and things like that which you know I managed to do but it's just sort of how it went really and yeah that's my story in a nutshell I guess but okay. a lot of stuff obviously no of course and, and I'm going to unpack <laughs> some of that if that's okay Evie and and yeah and sure into some of that because you have you've just given a great summary there um and and I mean, obviously, COVID in itself was a very difficult moment. But if you were suffering from postnatal depression or just, you know, the baby blues, I'm not sure at what stage it's actually considered postnatal and or, or which stage you just have hormones going all over the place. And it's a very difficult moment, even in normal conditions, just because of the tiredness and the I think the, the novelty of being a new parent, I'll say new mum, mm. I think new parent, mum or dad, only lasts for so long when all of a sudden it hits you at how tired you actually are. And yeah. if it is your second, especially, I think because you just can't stop in the same way that you could with your first because you, exactly. you just don't have an opportunity to. So I, I know that's from experience, very, very difficult moment. And I'm sure that was amplified by the fact that if your husband at the time was also out of a house you probably felt very isolated trapped just by the pure sense you weren't able to leave the house but also because of the fact you were on your own um with yeah. two young children I, I can imagine it was extremely difficult for you but what about what about before that because you, you, you said you had lost some weight very young and and then gradually gained weight over the years into your 20s mm-hmm. how did you feel prior to covid with your weight because uh, i obviously you'd already had one daughter um yeah but, but was it something that bothered you or was it something that hadn't really you know hit the radar yeah it definitely bothered me um but obviously i had a husband who loved me a great family and great friends around me but it did bother me i mean i wouldn't like going to get clothes anymore and i'm really into like fashion and all that stuff and I would think oh I'm going out but I don't know what to wear I don't want to go to the shop because nothing fits you know I wouldn't even be able to go and buy an 18 off the shelf and it's not as a that much of a nice experience really and people always said oh but Evie you've always got that face I said yeah I've always had a nice face but you know I I wanted more and I 
knew that I deserved more and to feel better and sort of prove to myself that I, you know, I knew I could do it. It's just being ready, I think, is also a really, really important step. You know, you need to be really ready because it's a lifestyle change. It's not a diet. It is like, I want to change my life now. And I know that forever I will have to monitor it in some sort of way because it's not a quick fix. If you struggle with your weight, it's sort of a forever thing to maintain. Of course, you're absolutely right. And what would you say was the the main reason or contributing factor, do you think, to, to being overweight before you decided to lose it? Because for, for some people, it's you know, a poor diet, some people lack of exercise, some people just don't really pay attention to it or, or don't, yeah, I uh, say yeah. it loosely, but don't really care that they're overweight. So, I mean, you, you obviously said that you weren't happy with the situation, but I'm just curious no. to know... What, what it was definitely a combination overweight? of a combination of all those things like I was probably comfortable you know my husband uh, ex-husband we were together since we were like 14 so I've been with him years and years and years we were comfortable um I knew that he did oh yeah he loved me so whatever he's not going anywhere else sort of thing you know life gets in the way you're working you've got children and you're sort of happy enough but you know that's always that happy enough bit and I think it was sort of when COVID happened and I thought maybe I'm not happy in this marriage anymore and everything sort sort of started to get picked apart and I was thinking you know, what can I change to make myself better and I was sort of eliminating things bit by bit by bit you know my weight you know my my marriage my love life my you know so I started with myself to think you know maybe I'm the issue maybe if I lose all this weight I'll feel better and so I sort of started with me really. And I remember having looked on your Instagram I think there was one post where you talk about this in more detail and you use the word selfish. Um, yeah. And and I I, th- I think it's a use of the word selfish in a very positive way because I think sometimes you, you need out of pure necessity to be selfish and to put yourself first because if you don't, and I don't know if this was the case in, in you know, affecting the rest of the, the things in your life, but when you're unhappy with yourself, it's impossible to accept the love from other people it's impossible to actually be happy with the other situations and other things happening around you so yeah although you said the word selfish i think that that level of selfishness and, and looking inwards first of all is a very difficult thing to do but very mm-hmm. brave as well and and once you started doing that it sounds as though you know you you joined slimming world in july 2020 i think you said yeah and tell me about that T- tell me about the, the first few weeks and, and how you felt with that had you ever tried it before yeah, I had tried it before. Um, it had worked before, but I would always sort of just slide off, you know, as you do. Um, but no, I think in my first week I lost like seven pounds. Second week I lost six pounds. Third week I lost five pounds. It was just continuous loss after loss after loss after loss. And I found it really easy. Like I can't sit here and say that my weight loss was hard because it wasn't. Once I got my mind in the right place, I'd plan my meals and I would probably eat quite blandly and quite plainly, you know, quite boring, really. But it didn't matter because I felt and looked so good that maybe eating a jacket potato three times a week for lunch didn't really bother me. Um, I probably could have been more um, inventive or used my mind a bit more. But when you've got children and a busy life, you know, you can't always um, cook all these extravagant meals Absolutely not. And and the thing is as well, I mean, whether you're on a diet or not, as a as a busy parent, I mean, some of the food combinations that I've put together over the years 
It's just yeah. incredible. Questionable. Exactly. Definitely questionable. But, you know, <laughs> it serves a purpose. It fills your tummy and you carry on. But um, so so you you lost like considerable amount. I mean, the first week, obviously, for a lot of people is a, a big change in diet and an approach. So that first week of weight loss can be very significant for a lot of people. But it sounds like that continued for you, which is, yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah, I just, just lost it. You know, my eating habits were bad. Um, I used to drink probably about three litres of full-fat Coke a day. I was just absolutely addicted. Um, so even that, you think the sugar consumption I was going through just through Coke itself was just incredible. Um, I am still addicted, but now I drink Pepsi Max. I can't touch the stuff, the real stuff. Um, yeah, takeaways all the time and my eating habits were poor, my exercise was low, my sort of self-esteem was low, so what do you do when you feel rubbish? You just sort of keep on eating because it makes you feel good for that short amount of time. Um, so it's just a combination of all those things, but my eating habits were bad towards the end. It was just comfort food, especially during COVID because it was such a rubbish time. Um, yeah, so that, was, that wasn't that was great. <laughs> no, and I mean, it's not usually until you come out the other side that you can actually look at it for what it was and, and appreciate just how difficult it was. And it's very easy yeah. to kind of get sucked into this this whirlwind and this, this rigmarole of, of daily life. And I, I can imagine as well, I, I don't want to make assumptions, but having a newborn baby and um, perhaps not being happy in your marriage and, and just everything else that was going on, it's, you're, you're usually the last person you put first during that moment. And to be quite yeah. honest, when you don't feel great about yourself, you kind of almost just, just can't be bothered to take care of yourself. It is just the motivation's not there. The self-esteem's not there. And it's just a very difficult hole to climb out of once you're yeah, in Yeah, definitely. And for a lot of people, I think you don't actually realise you're in that hole until you're on your way out because it just oh, becomes... Oh, hugely, hugely. When I, when I think back to the woman... I was, you know, I, I just feel so sad because it just took me so long to realise what, what I can do and what I can be and, you know, how happy I can be. And it's not just the weight loss, you know, it's a factor of all things that happened in that time. And um, it is it is sad to look back. You just want to sort of hug yourself and say, you know, you can do it or just keep going or, you know, to make yourself believe in yourself. Because like you said, when you're a mum, you've got children and husbands and jobs, you know, I was never first and I never really ma- felt like I mattered and, I never did anything for myself until until then, really. And uh, I, I mean, if this is a personal question you'd rather not answer, then please, you know, we can cut this out and we don't have yeah. to talk about it. But do you think that if weight loss was the first kind of um, step that you took into to caring about yourself and making changes to the life that was making you unhappy and you started to see those results and the fact that you had empowered yourself to do something and that you were capable and had the power to make those changes. Do you think that this in, at some level probably inspired you or at least gave you the courage to to focus on the other areas of your life that made you unhappy at the same time? Yeah, definitely. I sort of I probably felt as if, you know, I was strong and I was getting there with my mental and physical health. And it definitely, definitely took me to a place of being able to stand up for myself a little bit and think oh well you know I've achieved this you know what's next what else can I achieve can I can I live alone can I raise my children alone and you know I did all I did all of it um and I would not have been able to do it as that person 100% of course and and the, that's that's why I asked because I think when you're when you're not happy with yourself 
you, you have a lot of self-doubt and that voice is very loud in your head that tells you, no, you can't do that. And even if there's something you want to do, it's like, no, you know, you're not worthy. You, you can't do that. You, you must be joking. And you kind of listen to that voice far, far more. But then mm-hmm. when you start making positive changes in your life, that voice can, you know, you, you have the power then to turn the volume of that voice down or even stop listening to it altogether. And it's really refreshing to hear Evie, that you know you were able to do that over time and I'd love to hear more about your actual journey of weight loss and, and those those months in which you were losing weight every single month what um, yeah how, how did I mean obviously I'm sure it felt good but but tell me more about you know the benefits and and as the weight came off how you started to feel different and feel you know better about yourself well I just obviously felt lighter was more able to you know play with the kids or carry the baby about or walk with the kids and um, obviously I could buy clothes from normal shops which made me feel good and you know it's just everything in my whole life was completely just getting better and better and better with every sort of weight I lost and you know every aspect of life that I can think of really just got better and better and better for me as a person maybe not around me but for me you know things just kept getting better and better as that year went on and I lost all of that weight you know it was just a new a new person really it's amazing it's really good and was there was there like one specific thing that triggered you to actually start losing weight was it one you know because some people it's a big event some people it's you know nothing they just decided one day but what about in your case Evie um I remember being sat on the sofa and it was late at night and I just thought oh for god's sake I'm so sick of being in fat and gross and whatever. And I said to my husband at the time, can you take a picture of me, like, in my brown pants or whatever, from this side and this side? He's like, yeah, okay. And I looked at it and I thought, that's so gross. <laughs> like, I need to do something and I am going to do something. And then, obviously, I did all that in a year. From that night, I just stuck at it. Um, but no sort of big event or whatever. I wasn't happy with my weight. I didn't like my photograph being taken at that point in my life. I knew that I wanted to change it. It was just sort of creeping, creeping. When am I ready? When's it going to be? Yeah, it was just one evening, just sat there scrolling through Instagram. Like, yeah, I'm ready now. (laughs) And it's so important, like you said earlier, to to be ready to do that. And yeah. I always ask the question because, like I said, if sometimes it's something significant, sometimes it's not at all. And I'm always very interested for people who didn't have any significant happenings just from one day to the next we're like okay i'm gonna do it now because I, I'm, I'm just curious to know what's changed in that person from one day to the next to feel empowered and I, i'm sure it, there's no clear answer but um it happened in any case and you know yeah you, you went on and did an amazing thing so i'm sure you're very thankful for that evening happening and yeah. with with your journey and you, you said that you kept things quite simple in terms of yep. the food that you ate. And as somebody who does meal prepping, I, I will cook five tuppers of the same thing. And then over yep. the next five days, four days, I will eat those. And I realize I'm not the most adventurous person in the world, but it's functional. It does its job and it, yep. it serves its purpose. And you, you mentioned jacket potatoes, but what was it, Evie, that you, know, you would eat on a regular basis and the changes you made that would fit in with your plan on Slimming World, but you were happy to eat? more than once a week so every morning I'd either have overnight oats which were really easy to make so I could do them the night before or just plain old Weetabix with fruit 
Um, and I ate either of those breakfasts probably every day for well over a year. I still do now. Um, for lunch, I would have salad, meat, potatoes, um, lots of tuna, baked potatoes, like I said earlier. Um, and dinners would would really just be, you know, meat, veg, salad, potatoes, uh, pasta, because obviously that's free, um, lots of ham, lots of um, fruit as well. You know, I probably eat two or three bananas a day and people think, oh, you're mad. How can you lose weight when you're eating three bananas a day? But it works. Um, uh, yeah, a huge amount of fruit. I've God knows how much I spent on fruit over the last uh, two years, but probably quite a bit. So there was variety there and you were eating, you know, obviously healthy. And for, yeah. any, for anyone who just heard you say you can eat as much pasta as you want because it's free and, and who might not be familiar with Slimming World, just because of the food choices and, and restrictions of what you can and can't eat, pasta is actually, which comes as a surprise to a lot of people, is one of the things you can eat in the quantities that you want. Whereas yeah. anyone who's on a carb-restricted diet, keto or you know has done atkins in the past this is quite a a big shock to think how can you lose weight if you're you're still eating carbs but i think the balance is right there and yeah as long as you don't just eat bowls of pasta day after day (laughs) after day i i think the plan still works very effectively yeah and like i said it, it sounds like you had a good variety in there and eating the same breakfast every day you're talking to someone who's been doing it for over a year now and so <laughs> it is absolutely fine. And I think sometimes having that, having, I don't want to call it monotony, but but having that routine that doesn't change is yeah. important on some levels for someone who's going through a transformation physically, mentally, because it's one less thing to think about. And you don't have to get bogged down in the details or, or worried about whether or not you're doing the right thing or not. You just, you build that into a habit and it serves you. And I always think about my, my, my poor dog who I feed the same food every single day, twice a day. And he doesn't come, <laughs> he's always happy to get it. So if he can yeah. do it, so can I. You know? Yeah, same. I'm happy with most food. I'm not fussy. I'll pretty much eat anything, um, you know, odds and sods from the freezer, whatever. As long as I'm getting fed, I don't really mind. So I think the routine and the repetition of the food I ate was actually comforting to me because I knew it worked. I knew I ate it and enjoyed it. And I knew it's easy to cook and make because a lot of the time I was cooking for one because my husband wasn't obviously doing Simmon Wild. My children were young. So cooking for one isn't that enjoyable. So I knew sort of my happy place with my food and cooking and prep. And yeah, I ate as varied as I could. No, no. And and it done the job. And five stone later, you know, you you hit your target. And that was, so I'm guessing that's over. Well, it'd be a year and a half ago since you actually reached your target. And yeah. do you still follow Slimming World today as a target member? Uh, no, I don't follow it as if I was still doing it, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. The best way I can describe how I keep my weight as is, is probably do sort of, I don't know, three weeks of eating what I want within reason, portion control, um and then maybe I'd have a week where it's a bit mad or I'm having two takeaways or I'm going out for lunch or I'm away, you know, and you're sort of eating well over what you know you should. But like I said, my life moves at 100 miles an hour. I've got two young children. I'm a single parent. I'm working. I'm doing the couch to 5K. I'm always doing something, you know. I think that's helped me. I think 
my body is just always moving, moving, moving. And I, I'm hungry all the time. Like I, sometimes when I was big, I used to think, oh, I'm not even hungry. And I'm sat here eating, you know, a big meal or whatever. But I think if your body's hungry, you need to feed it. And I, I will eat if I'm hungry and I will enjoy my food because I do. Um, but I think I've got to this happy weight now where it's normally about 12 and a half. Um, my lowest was 12.4. Um, but I, you, you have to live as well as you know, feel like you're doing well. It's it's so important to eat and enjoy that. And I do, I do like doing that. So I've managed to be able to control it just enough um, to not have to follow it anymore. But I still eat a lot of Slim Wild meals and jack potatoes and I buy the Slim Wild range from Iceland and I eat healthily. Um, but then I can be bad for a week and it doesn't really affect me. So I'm lucky, I guess. I, I think the the progression you've made from hitting your target and then for a year and a half, you know, within a few pounds in a, in that range, being able to keep that is fantastic. And it's something I know that a lot of people struggle to get their head around or they even have as like a fear, like what happens after target? How will I stay at that weight? And for, for many people, it can become almost obsessive to the point where it prevents them from reaching their goal because of that fear mm-hmm. of failure, but failure once yeah. they actually reach their objective. And uh, it sounds as though that you, you know, you took a step back from Slimming World, applied some of the same principles with eating, maybe a little bit looser in terms mm-hmm. of giving yourself more freedom, but you found that balance that worked for you, which is incredible. Yeah. And, and I think that is the the secret, the key to sustainable living and, and having that balance. And like you said, imagine if you've got a party to go to one weekend, you're going to enjoy it. You're not going to stress about it, but then you know what you can do with your body to then rein it back in and maybe lose one or two pounds over the course of the next couple of weeks, because you've, you've had so much success with losing weight. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's really inspiring to be honest with you. And I, I think this, what happens after weight loss is something that a lot of people are looking for. And then you may even have a few people reach out to you with questions after the episode is published. And, and I'm sure you wouldn't mind helping those people out. But no, sure. what, what advice would you offer to anybody who perhaps is approaching target or is at target and is concerned about managing to, to stay at their, their target weight or even for somebody who hasn't started and wants to, I'm just, I'm just, any advice you can give Evie will be welcome. Um, advice I would give to someone who maybe has got to their goal um, would be not to be too hard on yourself. I mean, what's a couple of pounds here and there? I mean, if it, if they go on, they can come off. I think I know that I can lose five stone. I know that I could lose a stone in a month if I wanted to because I, I know I can do that. And this person who has got to that stage will obviously know they can do that. So just enjoy life because I think it's I think what I've learned is it's so important to be like mentally healthy as well, as well as um, physically healthy. Um, that's so important. So if you put yourself down, if you're making yourself stressed, if you're not going out to these parties because you're worried about putting that weight on, then mentally you're not doing very well and you're not looking after your brain. And if you can't look after your brain, you can't look after your body. So I just think just go easy on yourself and just do what you can, really. Um, would be my advice to someone who's has got to where they want to be, and to anyone, I suppose, starting from scratch. I just, I suppose, ask yourself: Are you ready? Like, are you doing it for you? Um, I think is a really important one. Um, I think until you do something for yourself, 
truly you're not really doing it you're just pretending to or you'll get so far and you'll fail um I think if you're doing it for you is really important and to just um crack on and just get your head down and just sort of do it if you know what I mean I just mm-hmm. that's what, what I did I sort of just got on with it I guess no and, and that's it I mean I I don't want to take it away from anyone who's either struggling to lose weight or has been on this journey but the actual process itself isn't complicated you, you no. have a plan if you follow one of the popular plans you have everything out there in front of you and so the actual process is, isn't a difficult thing. I think it's the headspace that you're in. Uh, I yeah, think it's 100%. Your, your commitment and ability to stay committed and, and consistent with it. Because for anyone who has a difficult moment going on in their life, for anyone who can't focus their attention, for anyone who's, who's suffered a trauma or perhaps has, uh, I would call an unhealthy relationship with food for whatever reason, it can be very difficult just to, you can't just flick a switch and turn that headspace on that you need to be successful Mm -hmm. at losing weight. But it sounds as though that in your case, Evie, by unlocking that door and and, and opening that, walking through that to lose weight, it's actually improved your life in so many other areas as well, which is really, really encouraging to hear. Yeah, hugely. Fantastic. So Evie, we're getting to the end of the the episode now and and I want to say a big thank you to you for joining me and it's been fantastic speaking to you and and hearing your success story. So thank you for that. And for anyone who would perhaps like to learn more about you or find out more about your journey, would it be okay if they followed you on Instagram? Yeah, of course. It's evies.weightloss.journey. Excellent. And I'll add a link to the show notes there so people can click on that if they'd like to come and say hello. And as I said, Evie, thank you so much for being our latest weight loss warrior. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Take care of yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. I'd also like to say a big thank you to you, our listeners. I appreciate you joining us at the Weight Loss Warrior podcast and would love that you become part of our tribe. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast to never miss a new weight loss warrior tell their story. We share brand new episodes every single Monday and Thursday and hope that you join us next time. You can also find us on Instagram where we share great tips and advice on how you can lose weight in a safe and sustainable way. Simply search for Weight Loss Warrior Podcast and follow us today. Remember, be kind to yourself and keep looking forward. You can achieve your goals.